And welcome back to Short It'll Be Grand, as Orange just said in that intro every week. I'm not sure where I'm rambling on with the sentence, but hello, everyone. It's Daniel and Owen. Say hello, Owen. I don't know if I want to know. Do you? You should. You just attacked me. <laughs> you I didn't, actually. How did I attack you? I said, it's you said you. something in a voice line. Yeah, the bloody cheek in you. Yeah, very cheeky. Anyway, hi. Yeah. Hi, Owen. How are you? I'm grand. I'm okay. I'm doing well, I suppose. Yeah. And, and and you're welcome back to a podcast that's all about two Irish Egypts. Talking about two Irish Egypt things. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. Uh, this is my podcast um, where I invite Owen over and other guests. It just happens that no one else wants to come on. Um, so Owen has been taking the spot for the last, you know, year and a half or something like that. It's nearly, we're coming up on, no, we're, we're coming up on a year. Are we? Yeah. Okay, I thought we'd more we're near. We're near a, a year since from our first episode oh, releasing. I think. Jesus. Okay, I, think next, I think it's next month sometime. That's terrifying. Okay, you cool. clearly we have something huge planned to celebrate that. <laughs> yeah, I just this is all a facade, you know. Uh, facade. Facade. What's the word for it? Facade. Facade. See, I read it more than I say it. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> you said that. You said facade in in conversation recently as yeah. well and I was like oh there's that is a word Dan has only ever read yeah <laughs> people don't really say it often do they it's, sad, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit Frenchy isn't it it's probably a French it's word probably a French, yeah. yeah they probably borrowed most, it most French words are a bit Frenchy it does have a little genetic quoi you know sure um yeah sure why not uh what are you what have you been up to for the last two weeks on Oh, well, not two weeks, a week and a like half. Everything. <laughs> I've, I've done everything. How are the spooky uh, crocodiles going? Um, they're not quite spooky enough yet. Okay. They'll get there. Do you want to, do you want to explain why I'm saying that, or should we just leave it for them no. to think about No, I want to offer lives? no context to that question at all. I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you been up to anything mad? Any projects? Any messing around? Except for the spooky crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> um, not really, to be honest. I've been very, been very busy with work the last while. Yeah. Um, seven days. Seven a whole lot of stuff. I decided, perhaps against my better judgment, to attempt to get up to date with Riverdale. Uh, last week, I made Ooh. I got watched like two episodes and went, "Oh my god, love it!" I've been watching. I've the been best. watching. Okay. Yeah. Sabrina is coming to it next season. Because she doesn't have a show to go back to, is it? Yeah. <laughs> they want. I'm pretty sure they wanted, like, when Sabrina was also on the air, they were, they were like, teasing that they were set in the same universe and they were, like, talking yeah. about doing, a, like, a crossover thing. And then Sabrina got cancelled. So I think now they're just going to be like, yeah, Sabrina's going to be in Riverdale now. I, like, I'm pretty Has sure... magic in that show yet? In Riverdale? No. There's been, there's like, there's been a... Honestly... It's surprising that I've said no because of all the other mental stuff that's been going on in Riverdale. There's been cults and like baby stealing. This this season, th- this season, there uh, there's a whole big plot about the possibility of people being adopted abducted by aliens called Mothmen. Um, Mothmen aren't aliens. Well, th- they are in Riverdale potentially. Well, Moth- maybe. you know, it's, it's an actual like Mothman is a thing. Urban legend. Yeah, yeah. But these are called. They're in Riverdale. They're calling them Mothman. Okay. Um, and they're like potentially people are getting abducted, abducted by them, but it's probably abducted. probably knowing Riverdale, it's just going to be a serial killer who happens to be one of the main characters' dad, because they've done that a bunch of times too. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every time I, I I still try to connect it to like the comics. And I haven't read the comics much, but I feel like they work on a different theme. The show, and well, the yeah. I mean, they 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 massively even in like season one was a, a hell of a lot more contained than it than it has grown into be. Season one was basically just a, like, here are the characters from Archie comics. They're in high school, and there's a murder mystery thing happening. Like that, that's the kind of the setting they made it. This sort of neo noir vibed kind of like you know that sort of thing and it was really good like genuinely I, I will tell people this anyone 
like the the first season of Riverdale is actually like it is full of your typical like CW teen drama tropes from t- at times, but it's genuinely very good. It's well put together. It, it's a good. It's a nice like modern twist on using like the Archie characters and stuff. Uh, but it's not. It, it's weird because Archie comics have so much shit. Like there are Arch. There's a series of Archie comics where all of the characters are vampires and werewolves and stuff. So like there's. It's not like. It's not your like a basic new thing for them to change. Yeah, it's not like your. It isn't Riverdale is not your your basic like six panel comic strip of Archie going. Who do I choose, Betty or Veronica? The doy. Yeah. I'm Ginger. It's not that, but it is. There's so much stuff in pu- Archie comics have published so much weird shit that it's probably there somewhere. Huh. Enough. Okay. Uh, any news? Anything? Uh, look, I'll say I had something I've been watching. Like I've been watching Why the Last Man. Um, which, uh, as you may or may not know, is based on the comic. It's on Disney Plus at the moment. It's coming out weekly. Uh, the premise being like one day everyone on Earth um, who has a Y chromosome dies, except one fella and his monkey, uh, which is not a euphemism. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a story that, you know, in the grand scheme, they say that, you know, all men are dead. But actually, I quite like what they're doing in the show where they just explain, like, you know, obviously there's plenty of women with Y chromosomes as well, and they died as well. And they're not trying to make it a masculine thing alone, which I kind of like. It's, it's an interesting, um, like, um, direction to look at. I think the comic... Not sure when the comic came out. Probably nineties, uh, maybe two thousands. Where yeah, that kind of thing like was early two thousands. I feel like no. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe you know the Friends era. So you know transphobic. <laughs> um, <laughs> right at the end of Friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Um, Picked up yeah, the so, baton right straight from Friends. Why yeah, the Last exactly. Man? The graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I loved the graphic novel as well. I'm enjoying the show enough. Um, Definitely, the show is very different to uh, the comic in a lot of plot points. But you know what? Like the older I'm getting with adaptions, all that, I'm just look at look. Even if they like ruin it, and I'm doing apostrophes here, like the originals that exist, it doesn't ruin the original work. You know, I can just enjoy what I enjoy, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a a healthy attitude to have towards all of these adaptations. To be honest, that more more people should probably feel that way. Like just because somebody else. You know, th- like Matt Reeves making Batman doesn't is not going to ma- mean Michael Keaton's Batman doesn't exist anymore. You can still no. that's still there. You can still watch it. Like yeah, it's, it's not like, fine. like yeah. Look, <laughs> hey, Warner Bros. is going to make a new Batman movie. We're going to burn all the stuff we had and we're going to start new. It's like what? Which yeah, we're going to honestly slightly off topic, but I think they need to do that with Batman at this point. <laughs> just, just not burn general, everything yeah. that exists, but I I really think we need like five or six years where there's no Batman. <laughs> just just stop making Batman. Just give it a... Let us breathe. <laughs> let people fucking... Let people go back and like Batman. I mean, I'm not a Batman fan, but like, there's just... It's constant. Well, look, look, look you're oh, a Spider-Man Batman. fan. It's the same fucking shit. It's, I mean, it's the... Yeah, it's the same principle with all of them, I suppose, really. Yeah, well, well, I think Batman and Spider-Man have it the most. Like, they're constantly coming back. Yeah, it's and Batman... New, but... Spider-Man is number, probably the second on it, but Batman's definitely the top because he's been... There's been just fucking. There's been like seven, seven Batman since 1980, yeah. whatever. Like it's just That's not, not even, not even like fucking stuff. Adam West. Even before that, like it's just constant Batman. There's never yeah. not been a Batman thing in production or. Why did that released. click into our psyche so well? Batman. Batman just has to exist. I don't know. Yeah. I, do, I like. I yeah. I don't get it to be honest. But mm. I don't really like you know. Yeah. Um, there you go. Other things I've watched. I finished What If. Marvel's What If. Um, mm-hmm. You know what? Um, it was a. I felt it was a fairly all right show. Um, a lot of middling stuff. I felt the last second to last episode of the season was really very good. Um, I thought the finale not as good. I mean, look, I don't know it's it's Marvel at this stage. I I I like that they played with some ideas. Really, they did, and there were some great moments in it. But I think I'm just. I think I might just have to just put down Marvel for two, three years, and then come back and see if there's anything that's. Oh wow, this is interesting. Um, because mm. I, I'm kind of. I'm just burnt out. It's just too much. It's not even the quality at this age. Because all Marvel movies are okay. 
like they're not bad movies. They're all right. If you want to go into cinema and have some cop- popcorn enjoyed, that's what they are. And the people given out that they should be more than that, like, get a hold of yourself. That's what these movies are. Move on. <laughs> you know, don't well, watch them. you're shit out of luck, Dan, because I'm pretty uh, sure they said last week Marvel currently has 36 different movies slash TV shows in development. One of them think, like, they announced this morning is a WandaVision spinoff. It's about Agatha Harkness. Well, that was always going to happen, to be honest. I'm, going to, I'm getting right out in front of this here. We won't be reviewing that one. No, uh, I will say I did like Agatha. I'm I did not, like yeah, Agatha. But I'm not, because we yeah. did a no, 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 not, no, 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 look. Because <laughs> we did the thing for WandaVision. I'm not, gonna look, say, I'm I think not doing it for that. I think it's fair to say, if we do go back to um, reviewing shows and all that, it'll be non-superhero stuff. Because we've done the superhero stuff now. You know, we'll look for something else if we are going to, you know, in general. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you my problem um, with what if. Speaking as somebody who hasn't watched it, right? Okay. Forgive me if I'm Your wrong, right? Forgive me most. if I'm wrong. But uh, yes. did the because from what I've been reading about the end of it, right? They did like an Avengers type thing where all the yeah. guys came together. Yeah. So my the like so were all of the like random what if episodes in the same universe? No, they're also separate universes. But then the last episode brought all the universes together. The last thing. two episodes, I think. Yes, yeah, that's that, yeah. I the appeal of what if was that it wasn't that. That it was just like yeah. here's here's a bunch of random episodes going, Hey, you know, what if what if uh Star Lord died or so you know, just like random let's get kooky and crazy and a bunch of none of this it's matters. Weird. You don't read like you don't have to fucking really care about it. And then they were like actually this might, you know, this might be, you might have to watch these because they might come up in the multiverse. And it's just like. Uh, here's an odd one. Uh, so at, when they brought all these heroes together, they got a Gamora from a universe that we didn't have an episode for. Like, that's what I mean. Just, can they not, just, just once, just pick up. Complete. So if let's say let's say you watch this season right, and you watch all the ones, if they decide to get heroes from completely other what if universes, not the ones we've covered yet, and brought them together in a sort of a Avengers Unite kind of thing, would you enjoy that more? Uh, yeah, I think the 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 like I I had like the appeal. The main thing when they announced what if for me was that like it wasn't going to be this big connected to everything thing it was just marvel finally going let's have some fun with these things let's go fucking, mostly. It did, you know it did let's mostly. let's season did do that yeah but then they it then did. then they kind of they at the end were still kind of like and you know actually you know we're but marvel it's so all but, it, oh, here's the, but on, here's the thing a new thing doesn't have to ruin the things that came before no but that's that's but it's the same show it's not like so? if it's the same it show. Mean, it doesn't like, change anything. Like all show. those other episodes, all those episodes didn't end with "oh, and then we're gonna team up." It didn't do that. They had their own normal ending to their episodes. It's just within the show the end, at the end was like "oh," but the last actually... episodes, yeah, yeah. But like it wasn't. None of those plots were connected until the very end. Well, then they were. Like were they were they brought to this? All those plots up to then were independent on themselves. The last episode decided. To pick them up and put them into a new plot. Yeah, so why do that is my question. Because people want to see all these cool people and everyone likes a fucking mm. Avengers moment. That's just what Avengers do, don't they? They just put everyone yeah. together and go, oh, there's more of them now, so it's better. Yeah, but the fi- <laughs> the final episode could have just been, it di- it could have been a what if the Avengers were something else. Like, they yeah. don't, it didn't need to be another, hey, what if all, you, you know, here, so kind of yeah. like, the impression I'm getting is that to watch the last one, you still had to have watched the other episodes of Not What If, really. kind of, because it, otherwise it's just like. But then if it was the well, other thing, you would, I don't know. It's just fucking. I yeah. don't know, man. You know. Anyway, so that was What If. Also been um, watching the Foundation. Um, Isaac Atom. Atomov. What's it? Asimov. Asimov. Yes. Yeah. Foundation. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. Um. <laughs> Quite a uh, grand scale, quite big, um, but oh, some cool foundations. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, even though I was surprised how thin the first book was. Have you ever seen the first foundation? Yeah, 
thin, but it's tiny. Up its own bum a little bit. Ah, uh, no, that's just what how um, <laughs> old sci-fi works, man. Um, yeah, um, I, I really like some of the aspects in it, like the emperor having. Have you you've read? Yeah, I haven't read all of them. Yeah, but you know about the emperor being three people, basically. Mm-hmm. The child version, middle-aged version, the older. I really like that. That's a cool sci-fi concept, if anything. Mm. But yeah, I've been watching that, and I've been trying to read the book, so I am kind of like in the know when I'm reading it. Um, and then last of all, um, the Dune trailer, a new Dune trailer came out. Uh, this was a trailer that actually started interesting me a lot more than the other. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's it's pretty good. Uh, it's going to sound terrible you're one from spider-man <laughs> Zendaya. It's, yeah it's it's she's almost like the focus of the trailer as she and should be as she should be she's fantastic um you know you're one from spider-man <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, um, well i mean also her character in dune is, is, is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a big character like it's not like it's just they're like I she's lo- a star can't wait, <laughs> can't wait to re- read dune's us and you're one from spider-man that's that's their character's name. Yeah. Really forward thinking back then. But look, they 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 just basically get anyone who's from Spider Man who's a woman. Um, like in the past when they thought of this movie, they said, "Hey, you were in the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movie. Do you want to be your one from Spider Man in the Dune novels?" You know, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, yeah, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst is your one from Spider Man. <laughs> That's not to say that she's the one from the movie Spider-Man, but she is as well. She just both. helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Do you have any news, anything you've been watching or do you want to talk about except for Riverdale? No. You can say no. No, What's I that? started a documentary thing on Netflix called The Many Faces of Billy Milligan or some Who's shit. Billy Milligan? Billy Milligan was a criminal in 1970s uh, America, I think it was Ohio or somewhere, um, and he was like the first person, well, not the first person, but he brought the, um, like, the defense of having multiple personality disorder to, like, kind of national attention in America. Um, mm. So he was diagnosed with multiple personality, like, schizophrenia, if, I don't know if that's a correct term to use anymore, but uh, he had they they reckon he had thirteen different personalities when he was um, initially being tested and blah. It's, it's so it's <laughs> about that. The so the story is really interesting, but the documentary yeah. itself is really it's odd. Awful. It's okay. just they have it's the, I'm gonna I'm, like the, the interview. It's your basic like now constant net typical Netflix crime documentary setup right it's it's got everything you know but the the framing of the interviews in it is the some of the weirdest shit i've ever seen they've got people in such odd locations they've got they're interviewing billy milligan's sister and she appears to be sitting in like government council offices but she's like sitting in a tiny chair on a balcony surrounded like the she's like the tiny in the shot and there's other stuff they're interviewing like one of the police detectives who worked on the case at the time and he's in he's sitting in a golden bank vault just for no reason they've got his brother and his brother is being filmed in a diner right but the you know those american style diners with all the boots but he's not sitting in a booth he's sitting on a tiny chair in the middle of the floor and it's just okay. this, it's it's just weird. It's just like every time I was like, "This is I don't what's happened. Why are they? Why have they chosen this? Why is this man in a bank? Are they meant vault? to represent a different personalities? Or I have no idea. It's like why is this police detective in a bank vault? Why is this okay. man sitting like this report? Like this, this other guy is like just sitting like I guess in a like the back room of a public records office, just in between two like file shelves and stuff okay. it's just it's just weird it's just a weird thing but the, you know the story is kind of interesting so oh, interesting. Billy Milligan hey hey guess what what we reviewed a movie this week oh, we didn't review it yet 
Well, we didn't, of course. <laughs> We're about to. <laughs> We're about to review it. Should we review it? Yeah, sure. Okay, look. Um, so uh, this week we watched A Silent Voice. Uh, it's a Japanese anime. Uh, it's also known as The Shape of Voice, which I think is actually the name of the manga. And it's made by um, Kyoto Animation. Uh, actually, a pretty interesting animation studio. They're kind of very much push against the norm uh a lot of times they bring people on as salary and um, rather than freelancing and they have people relaxed and working on what's they actually they're taught inside the studio as well to become anime artists and all, all that kind of stuff um they have this kind of philosophy that they'd rather their artists uh, focus on the frame than deadlines which is i mean props that's pretty fucking respectable i think you know yeah, it's pretty cool yeah uh it's, it's ran by a husband and wife um now they've done a few things um you probably wouldn't have heard of but people in the anime industry would uh the melancholy of harui uh suzy mia uh clanat Kaon, free sound emporium and violet evergarden and of course our movie a silent voice uh, really you are gr- correct. I have yes. not heard of any of those things. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. But look it, it, here. Um, I think even though like anime and that kind of stuff is becoming far more widespread than it was, um, definitely people who are more into I don't know. I don't want to say mainstream because you're into a lot of non-mainstream stuff as well. But like, I think like anime is entering the mainstream more and more. Uh, yeah, it's definitely more more in the mainstream now than it ever has been before. Yeah, even in the last ten years, I went to um, Mag Sock Trilly Word Out, uh, <laughs> a society back um, um, in Trilly. What I went to, um, yeah, like even then, anime and manga weren't the mainstream. Not really. They were. They were hitting, like saying that most of the geeky things in Ireland, like to go to seem to be anime and manga at their heart like any sort of like even comic cons and stuff like that in ireland have a big anime i think i think that the so because all of the formerly geeky things like comic books like western comic books like marvel and dc and those kind of things they are now just popular culture they're not yeah. like everybody knows them, everybody watches those movies, everybody's aware of the characters, everybody likes them. Anime has filled that void. Yeah. That it's now, anime is the, it's still, like, it's a lot more popular than it was, but it, I'd say anime and manga is definitely still considered nerdy. It is, yeah. Um, but who knows, maybe in, te- like... At least I can say in the West, we're opening more and more to Southeast Asian sort of entertainment, like things like K-pop and Chinese video games and that kind of stuff. They're getting big in the West now. And, you know, anime and manga already had their foot down in the West. I can imagine the next 10 years. Hey, Netflix is still rolling the dice on live action anime stuff. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why they just don't make, just give us more anime that's decent rather than just, you know. Uh, life stuff but anyway um not all nice news from the studio though um you might have heard in 2019 uh there was an arson attack at their first ever uh studio um 36 people died and Jesus. 38 hours were in various degrees of being hurt most of the material and computers were destroyed and it's due to a suspect uh 40 one-year-old Shinji Aoba, who later admitted to committing the crime. He was also injured in the attack, but he escaped, and eventually he admitted to it and was hospitalized. The reason being is that uh, apparently the studio held like a uh, contest for writers to write their own stories, and he claimed to have had a story written in that they didn't reward him, and they used in like an, an episode of one of their shows courts have looked at it and like it's very superficial connections very stereotypical stuff see the guy seems to have had some mental issues in the past um but yeah that's that's pretty devastating isn't it 
Yeah. Yeah. That was a bit Pretty too sets high the pitched. Tone. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Um, so, A Silent Voice. This is the second time me watching. I think the first time I watched it was in cinemas with a couple of friends. And this is the first time for you. It sure was. Now, tell me, what kind of anime movies have you watched in the past and enjoyed? Um, you can do the one that's right behind you if you want to start there. Do you want like a list? <laughs> oh, you want the well, one that there's a poster? Just a the one that I have a, a display on on my wall? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on, go on. That would be your name. Daniel. Daniel. I didn't know there was an anime called Daniel. The anime is called Daniel. Yep. Yeah, there probably yeah. actually is an anime called Daniel. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably yeah. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Watched well, yeah, your, uh, name your name by um, Makoto Shinkai. I've watched all of his work, and I love him dearly. Um, I mean, other than that, I don't know. I've seen the like, the Dragon Ball movies and stuff like that. We watched. Oh, have you seen the trailer for the Dragon Ball movie today? No, I didn't see that. Oh, great! I'm excited. Uh, I mean, we watched Ghost in the Shell on this. We did we? watch Ghost yeah, in the Shell. That. Not a movie you liked, to be fair. Nope. I don't know. I we watched. Uh, I think I've seen Akira. You think? I don't know. Maybe I have. Akira, one of the most phenomenal. Yep. Movies in movies. <laughs> yeah. I think I watched it. What? Yeah, I don't know. You just watched that bike scene, didn't you? Probably. That's, all. That's the movie, right? That's the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. That's the entire movie. Yeah. Yep. Just, um, I've seen. On a bike. I've seen the Digimon movie. Yeah, love, great. Love it. love it. will stand by my perpetual opinion that Digimon is superior to Pokemon forever. I've seen the Pokemon movies. Yeah. Well, not all of them. Obviously, there's like a hundred of them, but I've seen a lot of them. You watched like half of them. Uh. I watched. I watched when at the time there was about fourteen released. I I had seen all of them because I made a point to watch all of them. And now that was like eight years ago, so now there's probably like twenty two of them. So I haven't seen any like weird. They've done some kind of weird light reboot with the movies as well, haven't they? Where it goes back into Ash's journey from the beginning. I yeah, I don't know because there's a new the there. There's like there's like the main movies that are still sort of connected to the old ones, where he's still Ash and he's still just meeting new legendary Pokemon. And then there's the new ones where Pikachu talks and stuff. So there's a couple of them that are like kind of started his story again. And then there's like other just random ones where oh they brought back Mewtwo and stuff um yeah I've seen a couple of those so to answer your question Dan not a lot a lot because you've watched a lot of the Pokemon ones yeah I mean numbers wise <laughs> that means a lot but like yeah, I numbers, you're doing I pretty well yeah I, yeah like I don't I don't really watch a lot of anime you don't have a great diaspora of movies you've watched no no not really no. my my my, my viewing range of anime is quite limited i've seen some of like uh what's his faces oh, that's, that's, you know your man that everybody loves uh the studio that everybody raymond? loves the studio that, no, I'm not Ray- <laughs> i've seen the everybody loves raymond anime that was wild <laughs> that shit oh my god the detail <laughs> they really captured the essence of why everybody loves raymond it's just great <laughs> Uh no the 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 uh what can I think of his name the Ghibli Studio Ghibli oh, yes. yeah those those guys I've seen some of them ah <laughs> oh, yes Mr Ghibli that everyone knows is it? <laughs> what's his name I can't think of his name <laughs> no no go on go on figure it out the head of Studio Ghibli um uh, Totoro cool what's um Mr uh, Totoro Ghibli yeah yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, no uh, owns a connoisseur of anime movies anyway. Clearly. All right, let's go on to our next section. I mean, what the hell is going on? So, the story is about Shoya, um, who is, I guess, in his late teens, probably very close to leaving school, and he is very antisocial, anxious about everything, sees giant symbolic X's over people's faces and doesn't want to interact with anyone. And he, at one stage, sees a girl um, that he remembers from, I guess, primary school um, in Japan uh, and who is Shoko. Shoku? Shoku? The girl? Yeah. Her, Her name is Nimishia. That's I'm gonna. 
I'm going to apologize. No, that's her name. And then she says her nickname is like Shotuo or something. Um, Shoku, okay. I will. I'm going to say I don't know any of the characters' names other than. That's fine because I haven't watched I don't know who anyone is. I didn't even when I was watching the movie, to be quite honest. There's a girl called Kawaii, and I didn't know that was a name. I thought it was just like Kawaii. You know, like Kawaii. She was. Yeah. I didn't realize you could. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, cool. Thanks for that. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, it's it's about him um, having bullied her quite fiercely when she was in primary school. Um, she was deaf, and all she really wanted to do was she was this you know very sweet little girl who wants to make friends, even with people who are kind of shit to her, and overcome it. And Ishida was just the worst person on the planet. He was a real piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck. He was just an absolute dickhead. Yeah. He, oh my God. He, not, it's not just, he didn't pick on her. He physically tortured her. Yeah. Like, he pulled her hearing aids out of her ears daily to the point where she, to the point where she bled from her ears and then, like, moved schools because of him. Like, it wasn't just your, like, Oh, he, like, makes fun of her sometimes because she can't hear him or whatever. He was a fucking... He... Do you know what I mean? I, like... Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, no. See. Uh, and no, he's the no, hero. Uh, it, I, it's it's not uh, it's not a story about heroes. It's not. not really. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> it's not. It, it, look, it really is about a s- retribution and trying to... Also forgive yourself, I suppose, because you can definitely tell later on in life he's not doing well, and uh, yeah. these things weigh on him it's dramatically. About, so it's about all of those things, and one girl's mission to kill the entire duck population of Tokyo. <laughs> fish That's population. Fish. Sorry, it's fish. Yes, my bad. It's fish. <laughs> koi, even it's the koi fish. Yeah. She hates them. She hates koi fish. So okay, yeah, I know. It's like it's. I just knew when we were watching this movie, he kept from bringing it up. It's just like I knew in your head, it's like this is fact. If you feed fish to um b- bread to fish, the fish die. I bet you're the same person at a wedding who's just like you shouldn't throw rice. Oh, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. You <laughs> shouldn't like, feed. You yeah. shouldn't give ducks bread. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Koi fish. And you can. Uh, that's fair enough. And you can say that like once, so everyone hears you. But that's you it. just kept. <laughs> and again, and again, and again. Yeah. Like any time any fish was mentioned, oh, death. Yeah, she's killing yeah. those fish, Daniel. Okay, so for people listening, um, one of her favorite activities, even though she was bullied and probably severely emotionally scarred, and to have a glimmer of light in her life, was to feed bread to um, fish. And Owen took an exception to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Owen was very, very angry to uh, what this animated girl was doing through these animated fish. Yeah, I was. I stand, up, I stand up for what's right, Dan. Okay. As we all know. Um, I'm not on the side of fish genocide. All right. Yeah. As we all that. know, the animated fish stocks around the world is falling fast. Um, there's just less and less fish being animated every year, and we need to be careful about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't seen an animated fish in a while. In years, Jesus, not oh, in years. In a long, long time, because yeah, they're not out yeah. there anymore. Because this yeah. one girl keeps feeding them bread. <laughs> <laughs> Even though then the koi population boomed at one stage in the movie, which you said was the fish fighting back. No, you said that. No, I said she bolstered their population with bread. That's what that was my point. Yeah, that was your point. Yeah, you said they they were dying, but no, she actually grew their population. Well, they all they died. They all died. They had a bigger population. All of them dead. <laughs> there Every was a fish plus. in Tokyo died. No, that's not it. Um, and this is the main story of I guess this. This is the main plot. <laughs> <Yeah. I'm sorry. laughs> no, okay. Um, okay, so it, it's about Ishida, and he's. Um, you know, he, um, when he's a kid, he was popular enough, makes everyone in the class laugh, um, messes around the teacher. We know this prick from school ourselves. Um, where you're just like, oh, we just fuck off. Um, 
and you know he, he's pretty popular with the popular kids like uh ueno no no nawaka ueno um but you know there are some people who are kind of on um Nishima, Nishimiya's side uh including um Kawhi and miyoko uh even though i <laughs> like this is the thing uh, they didn't technically only ran off Nishima. They also ran off um, the girl that decided to be her friend in school. Do you remember? It's the one we find later on who um, who talks about breast size with. Um, oh yeah, on the yeah, bench. yeah, the one who's yeah. like thinks she's a coward. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. Even though she seems like a, like spiritually very deep and balanced, she's actually a remarkable person. <laughs> like they just talk to each other. It's it's kind of like. Without her even having to listen to Nishima, she's just reading my like, I understand what you mean. Spiritually, it's all this kind of stuff. But anyway, yeah, uh, she left school as well. Um, and I think it was because she was bullied or because she didn't, she couldn't do much about it. And yeah, later on in life, um, we see um, Ishida finding her and make trying his best to uh, make it up to her, um, be friendly to her. At first, there's no romance blossoming. But throughout it, you know, we see that they care for each other more and more. Um, Ishida starts making friends with people like Nakazuka, um, you know, the, the heavy fella um, who is definitely from my the hero pervert? academia. Is that the pervert? He's not really a pervert, though. Not in this movie, isn't. He's kind he's of a little more bit of a like... He, no, he's, no, he's not. He's more like into Ishida, to be honest. Well, he does also give him a bunch of money and be like, yo, you, you got to go there and get yourself a love hotel from the line stuff. No, no. That's not him being a perv. That's him just trying to be like, uh, I have guy friends, so I'm going to talk the guy thing. <laughs> that's all that hey, is. Guys are perverts. <laughs> I mean, everyone is a pervert. Yes, correct. Yeah. But you yes, know what I mean? True. I don't think it was him like going, I, I'm going to masturbate to the thing of you two having sex. I don't think it's, it's that what's going on. We don't know. Um, that's not what's I mean, going on. That's all I'm I saying. don't, to be honest, I don't think, I could think it could have been anyone, like, not even Nishima, and <laughs> I guess Suka would probably still done it, to be honest. <laughs> um, I, yeah. yeah, we uh, we meet uh, Nishima's little sister, Yuzuru, um, and we get a weird flash dream sequence of her where her sister is in a puddle of her own blood and she wakes up and it turns out her grandmother died instead. Do you remember that? No. Okay, cool. Uh, no, like, there's a scene where like, um, she yeah, is really sad. Uh, I think it's after we found out that she, she was betrayed or something by Ishida. And I, I think with uh, Nishima, it's kind of hinted that she had some mental health issues before this, probably from being bullied at school and that kind of thing. And her little sister had a nightmare about Ishima doing something to herself. What looks like stabbing because she was in a puddle of her own blood and there was a knife. Maybe it was even a memory. We don't really know. And she wakes up and we see the, her sleep next to her granny and her granny's just smiling. And I think we're meant to believe for a moment that Ishima might have died until we find out that it's the grandmother's funeral, not her. I did think Nishimiya had died at one point. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So I think, you know, we, the main character in this is Ishida, and it's him kind of opening up again, um, not worrying about what people are saying about him. And like, it's not about like this, oh, no one's talking about you. You can be free. You can be by yourself. It's a lot more about saying, like, some people might talk about you, but. You also have your friends around you, and there's a lot of people who just don't care what you're doing. You can just be yourself. And we have, like, the thing that you didn't really like was the visual sort of X's in people's faces that he was kind of blocking out. You thought it was terrifying or weird? Mm, it just odd. Just, like, yeah, just odd. Like, felt like it was yeah. from a different movie, almost, the way it was animated and stuff. It was just a bit, like... Just a, it's it's a choice. It's a it's a clear choice that they made uh, yeah. for the like 
the artistic direction of things that I just didn't really like, to be honest. Could you imagine if it wasn't a choice they just did by accident and then it's out and similar and oh shit, we left oh, it on. Oh, we forgot to tell uh, We forgot to hide that layer. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and people go, oh my God, it's so deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of the animators has to cover when he's, he's drawing their faces, he has yeah. to cover the other ones so he doesn't like draw them yeah. <laughs> and everyone's going like oh my god this is so deep wow. it's so interesting wow. such a powerful choice that they made here for this yeah. <laughs> wow yeah incredible yeah um but yeah it's um Shoya Oshida making friends with her little sisters as well and understanding the family and understanding the pain and um Nishima's mother you know Nishima's mother and uh, Ashida's um, mother, it was after, I think, it was like a 9th or 10th like, hearing aid, and the mother literally rips out uh, Ashida's earring um, in the street. And, like, she's bleeding badly, and you can definitely tell that the mother is very intense. She probably is suffering as well, you know. I'm not sure about her history and what's going on, but I imagine there have been some hard times for them. Um, so we learn a lot of that, but by the end of the movie, there's a moment where Nishima wants to kill herself. She's about to jump from an apartment down, and Nishida jumps out, holds her, brings her onto the balcony, and he falls himself into the water and is rushed to hospital. And he's unconscious for a few days, and then comes back, and people have forgiven him, and um, Nagazuka. Um, attacks in the toilets. I mean, sees them in the toilets. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean... Yeah. You know. <laughs> I didn't yeah. say he's uh, a pervert. So I definitely think it's it's a movie about making right of the bad things you've done in the past. And I think the second lesson is to be able to forgive yourself as well, to not see yourself continue to be like the horrible person that you think you are like once you've done what you can to fix it it's time to move on and be happy and i like that i think it's a good message it's a it's a complicated message because i mean look no one likes bullies you know except i guess bullies uh but it's important to tell the stories that of people that we don't might not necessarily like as well yeah i mean you 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 read this a lot differently than me, I think, to be honest. I didn't really like this. Um, I think what annoyed me, like, immediately after watching is is that it felt like a movie I should have liked. Okay, I thought you would love this, yeah. Like, it's, it, is, it is dealing with a lot of very important concepts and themes, all right? But it, it, it's almost like there's too many of them for this one film. Um, yeah. Like it, it wants to talk about like, uh, you know, like self, self image, self belief, suicide, depression, like redemption, regret, guilt, all of these big things, which all de- I think all are deserving of being talked about in film and in in just generally, mm. but it's almost like the f- if there's just too many things that it wants to talk about, and it doesn't really for me talk about any of them adequately. To be honest, and the whole yeah. the, on it, my biggest thing is that the whole thing is just constantly seeped in, like just it's so constantly, relentlessly sad. Every there's not a single yeah. breathing moment in the whole thing. It's just it Everything's opens. Everything's melodramatic. It's it's massive yeah. melodrama. It's like an anime yeah. for Grey's Anatomy fans. It's just. It's huge. It's just like from the opening scene is just everything is shit. These people are sad, and the whole movie is just everybody running around going, "I'm sad. I, I, I regret everything. Oh, I, I." There's cry. a lot of hope and good in there as well. It's all people apologizing to each other for two hours. No, no, I, I, I think, I think that's a bit unfair. There are definitely moments of people looking after each other, being kind towards each other, people appreciating that friendship, kindness, love. That's there as well. It's just that, like, I've kind of agree with you is that there is no breathing space. Everything is pumped up to 11 for every single moment. 
and that is a bit exhausting. Yeah, know? it's to the point where I, I I was thinking about this yesterday. I I think to me it felt manipulative. The movie, like everything in it, even the like the soundtrack was just so heightened, and it just felt like here, look, cry, do some crying, have a cry now at this kind mm. of thing, right? I think if I had watched this on my own, um, I probably would have fell for it more. And I think maybe I, I would have left the movie probably teary-eyed and going, oh, that was uh, that was sad, but it was nice. I wasn't definitely it? enjoyed it in cinema more than I did on the rewatch. Yeah, it, it was... I was quiet. Uh, yeah, I feel like if it, if it had just been me and I was sitting at home watching this on Netflix, I probably would have cried and I probably would have been like, oh, Jesus, that was nice. You know, that's so, oh, that's so sad, but it was nice, wasn't it? Whereas, like, watching it, kind of, we watched it together, so watching it yeah. there, I was just kind of like, I know what this movie wants me to do. I, I, yeah. th- there's a clear reaction that this movie wants me to have, but I'm see, I can, it, and it's annoying me that it's trying to force me to, it feels like it's trying to shove this, like, go, here, you, be sad now. Look how sad this is. Isn't everyone sad? And I just didn't like that. I was just like, no, just, you know. It's the girl in the back of the gym in Mean Girls. It's just as an yeah. <laughs> I have so many feelings. Like, yeah. I don't know. Just pick no, one. Pick a feeling. I mean, <laughs> I guess. I, I definitely think there was more than just sadness in it. Um, I think there was profound happiness in it too. But I also understand that, look, the way we watch a movie once in a while, is like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> because, you know, we all suffer from toxic masculinity and sometimes we can't get past our emotions, so we have to joke about them as we watch it. Yeah, but even the moments that were supposed to be hopeful and and somewhat happy felt sad. Think? Yeah, it just it was like okay, this should be a nice moment, but it feels sad. It feels like the movie wants me to go, wants me to be sad still. Like there's no even like it was just I don't know. I it know. was too much for me, to be honest. All right, should we go into the next section then? Right. Um, so, what was your G- ah, Jesus moment? My Jesus moment. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. I think I'm trying to give myself time to to think a little bit. Do you want me to start? Uh, yeah, go ahead. You 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 do one. Um, I think it's uh, Nishimiya's little sister Yuzuru. Um, definitely at the beginning. Um. Here's the thing. I watched this initially. I I pretty much forgot everything about the movie since. So there was a part of me going like, "Is this um a girl or a boy?" You know, and I never bought the whole, "Oh, their boyfriend." I thought it was a girl. I thought it might have been a lesbian story. Um, so there's like unrequited love going on there. But you know, it turns out she's just um, Nishimiya's um sister. And I thought it was a fun moment as well, where you're like, "Oh." So, yeah, she does like the sign language for um girl, and it says, "Oh, sister." I just I thought that was like the whole thing. Is it a guy? Is it a girl? Is it a non-binary person? Like, I mean, that would be a cool concept. Is this like friendship love or is this you know romantic love? Um, I personally, I think the more I think about, it, obviously, there must have been a hint to uh, Nishimiya or Shoku, um her having tried to commit suicide before. I I think that's why her sister is so protective of her. It's why the mother is so protective of her. That it's not even just a sibling love. It's almost like a... Like she said in the movie, like, that was my job to keep her safe. It's almost like a protective role. And so it was kind of weird to read the chemistry to see, like, what's her deal? So when the reveal came, it was actually it was quite pleasant. Like, oh, jeez, okay, fair enough. I think I lost track of who you were talking about there. Um, the little girl who we thought was a boy at first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, they thought she was a boy as well. Yeah, yeah. They called her a, a boy several times, and I just accepted it. Yeah. <laughs> or like, no, I'm no, no, There were too many markings going on, like like stereotypical like um, anime science for to be a girl. I definitely was like, well, this is a girl. Otherwise, they're doing some trans narrative, which would have been, you know, really interesting because I haven't actually seen much trans narrative in um, anime and let's be fair 
most Western stuff as well, yeah. um, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, um, so did you think of an Jesus? <laughs> I thought I taught one and I've forgotten it again. <laughs> <laughs> I had one and then I got confused and now I can't remember it, to be honest. Okay. So it's gone from me. I'm sorry. Okay, that's that's perfect. I'll give you one off oh, the top of my, I'll give you one off the top of my head. It's that uh, the main guy's mother has, um, have you ever seen The Never Ending Story? Yes. You know, have you, have you heard the soundtrack song? Yeah. The never ending story. The band the band the band that sang that are called uh, Limal, I think is their name. And if you if you okay. have Google open and you Google Limal, the the guy the main guy's mother has the same haircut as the singer from Limal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's my um, I look. Oh, yeah, you see it. You're right. Mm. You're the right. Same. I thought this when I was watching. I was like, "Wow, that's is this a never-ending story callback?" It's probably not, but it's the exact same haircut. Oh, here's another one. Um, the Who, um, the band, the song at the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, you, my my generation opens the movie. Yeah, yeah. it's a weird one. It's, a, it's yeah. maybe it's not weird, the, but it's apparently was re-recorded for it as well. It's not like the original. It's it's like the Who, but they did another recording. Oh, it's different. Is it the Who, or did some other yeah, band? It is the Who. It? No, it's the Who. Like that's a big deal. I thought the guy. I thought one of the guys in the Who was dead. I guess it's the remaining Who's. Um, <laughs> no, that's uh, a, I suppose who, another. I, that's a different band. <laughs> Hosers, yeah. Who's I suppose uh, like another um, Ajay's mom is Nawaka Ueno. Uh, you know the psychopath girl. That's like, that was it. That's what that was. That's what yeah, I thought yeah, of. It's her, her whole yeah, thing, because yeah. she's a fucking nut job. She's yeah, just she a pe- she's just a bad person <laughs> through and through. To be quite honest, she really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a real um, piece she, of work. Like she kind of bullies her. Actually, she bullies her less in childhood, and then in adulthood gets really shitty. She bullies you know? everybody though. Yeah, she's just one of those people that's just. Like at one point, doesn't she like she tries to force the the main guy to like? Remember when they're at the theme park and she brings him over? She's like, "Hey, let's go buy food together or whatever." And the guy that's working at the food stand is is his former friend from them, best yeah. friend or something. And she tries to like, she she's not a weird shit. She's a weird girl. Yeah, it's it's weird. The thing is, I would say like uh, Nishimiya's little sister seemed to have got her, understood her straight away, which says. Oh, you're going on the Ferris wheel there. Just take my camera here doot, doot, to record what's going to happen on that in case we have to sue her ass. Yeah, just, in case, just in case she throws you off the Ferris wheel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have yeah. video evidence of it. And she just kind of punches her a few, lot. Mm, and yeah. Like, um, she also likes, Nishimi, she meets, what, you, she, hate, you hate me and I hate you. She's like, and you know, Nishimi, which is, she's the most loveliest little girl, said, no, I don't hate you. I hate me. And it's just like, and then she starts beating her. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like the the first time she meets Nishimiya after what, like, I guess five or six years, I suppose. She meets her in the street and pulls her hearing aids out. Yeah, because that's what you do if you just meet people. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, come on, you're like seventeen. Why would you? Yeah. You can't just do that to people. You couldn't. You shouldn't do it regardless of what age I you are. Child, like, but it's like, what, shit, yeah. like surely you, there is some sort of a case to be made that I don't want to say it. That I don't want to be like, oh, they're just kids, kind of thing. But like, surely she should have grown up enough by that point to at least be she like, should probably regret it. Yeah, like, she should at least be does. like, well, you know, we Jesus, we were real bad to this girl when we were kids. Yeah. But no, she's just a fucking psychopath. Yeah. I do. I think we slowly see her warm a little bit near the end when she does do the sign language uh, to call her an idiot, call Nishima an idiot. She does the sign language, which is meant to be a which Nishima really loved. She's like, "Oh my god, yay!" <laughs> I tell you what, something I was thinking about whilst watching this, just because you've brought up the sign language thing. I thought it was odd how they handled that at times in the movie. From a, How do you mean? like, there was there was a lot of times where characters were speaking to Nishimiya, or she was part of a conversation, and they just weren't using sign language, but she yeah, was they were still could. talking to her. 
There was other yeah. times where like characters were using sign language, but the the camera would move the frame so that you couldn't see their hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that makes sense to be fair. It was just it felt like for a movie that's centered around a deaf girl, it felt like an odd choice not to to make that like yeah. a, a key element of the of the of the whole movie of showing them and getting that right like accurately doing yeah. sign language and stuff was, there were a few um, moments there was yeah, like it, it happened in bits and pieces but all, even all the yeah. conversations with the um the main guy and nishimiya and it was like a thing that he had learned sign language um or whatever the only but time he, like, he would do it he would do like like little bits of it and then just talk normally it was just like the only time we really see it is when um nishimiya and ishida talking on the bridge and her sister's using her camera to zoom up and see what they're saying to each other while yeah. tomorrow. Like even at, towards yeah. the end of the movie, Nishimiya like starts trying to speak to them yeah. with normally, like with her, yeah. her her voice rather than use the sign language. It was just a weird just thing that I picked up on when we were watching it, that it's um generally well not generally, I suppose, but for a movie that kind of centers around that or has one of its main characters be a deaf person who uses Japanese sign language to communicate. Yeah, I thought it they could have focused on that better or like yeah. made more of a not I don't want to say they didn't make an effort to do it, but like at least had some clarity in that, I suppose. And I'm sure it'd be very simple getting references anyway. You know, you could just get people to come into the studio and they could take photographs from certain angles and videos and then animated yeah like i, I, I don't I, know I, if it, yeah i don't know if it was an animation choice that they decided it was too difficult i think it probably it was. probably was maybe it was a budgetary thing that they were like oh, we don't we can't um saying that though you know outside of that it's a really beautiful movie animation wise like the entire yeah, movie nice. really yeah. good looking like um it definitely reminded um, me of movies that you've mentioned before which is why like my name and this have a lot of the same like anime, like beauty in it. I mm. felt, especially backgrounds and stuff. Your name. Your name. Yeah. My name. Not my name. Whose name? name. Uh, yeah, it. Okay. They're similar. They're similar art styles for a lot of it. Um, I don't think this is as pretty. No, it's not. It's as not as but your name, but it's sim. They are similarly. Yeah. Drawn. Draw, no, the, the sim- Like the work has been put in. Like yeah. it's really mm. well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, let's get to the last bit. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. Did you enjoy this movie? Um, Not really. Like, I didn't... Enjoy is the wrong word, I think, to be honest. I di- like, I didn't... I didn't watch it and have a great time or anything. I think the main thing was it was I was disappointed in it, which is a strange thing to say because it's just a movie and I shouldn't put so much expectations on a film to give me everything I want. But it was kind of like if the art style, like I get why you saw this and thought I would like it to be honest. And I think that's the worst part of it for me is that like I feel like I should, I sh- it's something I should have liked. I should have watched this and got got a lot of feeling from it and and found it to be kind of the profound work that a lot of people seem to like i, I was looking at the reviews on this uh even like on letterboxd and in other places are i guess overwhelmingly positive for the most part they're all but all of the reviews are generally like oh my god five stars i cried so much that they're not like they don't really talk about anything else it's just like oh my god i wasn't ready for how sad this is oh my god i'm crying so hard five stars um can I ask a personal question though? Yeah. Now, like, so we've watched Ghost in the Shell. Um, you didn't think much of it outside of the animation. The mm, animation is fantastic. Yeah. I, I think no one would doubt that. Um, now, I've known people who watched A Silent Voice. I've not watched people Ghost in the Shell. Do you think it's general anime movies in general that are, like, you don't connect with? or Because you do like some of them. No, no, not at all. I don't see. This is the thing, right? Um, I'm not trying to call you out. I'm just a genuine question. Like, what you know? What I like about anime, in general, is that anime treats animation 
as a medium and not a genre. Western animation seems to have at some point decided that animation is a genre when it's not. Animation yeah. is a a a piece, a tool that you can use to tell a story in another genre. So an animated yeah. movie can be an action movie. It can be a noir. It can be a Western. It can be an adventure, like fantasy. It can be romantic. Those are genres. Animation yeah. is a medium. And that's, I like that anime seems to understand that, that this is, it's not, we think of it as, oh, it's an anime, mm. but it really, it's, it's sort of a, it's more of a like drama, like sort of, it's a, a, it's, it's a teen coming of age yeah. drama type thing yeah, more yeah, yeah. so. And the animation is used as a tool to tell that story within that genre, okay. which I like, yeah. I like that about anime in general, just as a thing. Um, I will also say, like, any time cartoons do try to go beyond the genre, for example, Batman the Anime Series, right? The art is used to go beyond just a genre. It's there to tell a story and bring everything together. And I think usually when animation's really fucking good, it's doing exactly what you're saying in the West. Like, yeah. it's not often... Those are the, the best yeah. animated things that have ever it's come out of the West. Course. Into the Spider Verse, there, it's, it's really yeah. told a story there. Like, it's you know? it's animated, yes, it is an animated yeah. product, but that's yeah. not. It's animation is not a John. It's not a like that's you know we've sort of decided to turn it into that where we're like yeah. oh it's an animation it has to have this in it, it has to have these tropes or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if that's a product of like Disney films or if it's just a general like not giving Saturday morning breakfast. Yeah, um, it, you know what I mean. It's probably just that's what was what we were given from mm. animation, but like it's it's yeah. you know, it's a tool so that you can use for really anything. Really interesting perspective, actually. Fair play to you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, there's my one coherent thought for the <laughs> no. this season. Thanks, guys. Oh no, I'm I'm very interested in hearing that, and I think I agree with you a lot. A lot. Um, I suppose it's just you have certain taste for anime movies. And you do. I have you, certain I tastes for movies oh, in general. Is yeah, the, yeah, is exactly. The thing. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's um, it's not like I would never say I don't like Actually, anime. To pull you from the fire, in so to speak, um, Blade Runner, you didn't love, right? Mm -hmm. Ghost in the Shell, you didn't love, and those two movies tell very yeah, they're similar the same, they're, stories. <laughs> they're the same movie. They're, well, they're not the no, same, they're not same movie, but, but they are yeah, very, yeah. very similar. And it, it, there's yeah, obviously and something... don't like that kind yeah, of movie. There's that obviously something in that story that I, I'm not... don't vibe with. It's not that, yeah. like, I don't... I would never, ever say I don't like anime as a whole yeah. because anime is a, a medium and there's a hundred yeah. million different things within that. So, like, yeah. I can... I didn't particularly like this... I I could watch another anime next week and go, yeah, I love that. That was yeah. great. But that's with that's just movies. You feel like that about movies in general? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like watch movie. It's fine. You know what movie I watch? Not to go into review it. I, I finally watched Tolkien. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't good. No, I didn't. Think, <laughs> I didn't, didn't really think it would be. To be quite honest, it's, it's all right. Like it's not terrible, but it's like uh, it got like close to the end. Like it was like start talking about like the books, and he's like running with his kids through the forest, and I was like, oh cool, now I'm gonna start hearing about like Lord of the Rings, and I checked the timeline. It's like one minute left, and okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it was it, it was just ugh, it was fine, you know. I don't think they also um put in. I'm not even sure if it's factually correct. Um, a bit of a gay romance. One of his friends clearly liked Tolkien a bit more in this movie. Was it C.S. Um, Lewis? No, it wasn't C.S. Oh, Lewis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there was definitely like, you know, unrequited love kind of thing going on. And there's a part of me saying like, you know, I, I, I appreciate any new kind of storytelling and that's grand. But there's part of me like, I tried to look it up and see if there was any like, factual base on it and if the guy you know was gay i couldn't find anything out if anyone finds it for me fantastic let me see but I'm like I, when you're writing about something about real people do you want to just add a plot just to spice it up a bit if it was made up seems a bit strange 
Yeah, I mean, I it's I wouldn't be surprised if it was they were just like, eh. you know, or yeah, if the not- if that was what the the writers of the movie read into that relationship. Yeah, yeah, and look, if if someone has an article where the writers explain this, I love to read it. And again, I have nothing really against. It. I'm just wondering, like, if it is just made up from nowhere, I'm like Jesus, that's not great to do for mm, someone, yeah. <laughs> you know. Because he still has, he probably has relatives that are still alive and that kind of stuff. He, like, nothing wrong with, like, saying that he's gay. It's just, like, if he's not, why would you? Same way if there was a gay man and then he said, and they were just good friends. <laughs> you know? So what did you think of a silent voice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I Sorry, I got went off a tangent there. Um, let, tell me what you thought of talking. Uh, <laughs> a silent voice, um, I liked it liked it more the first time around. I understand it at an emotional level a lot. Like it does I understand having done things in the past that you cringe and regret and you carry on with you. And that you just like letting go of things you've done in the past is hard. Like it's really hard. It's a thing you have to work on and accept. And you don't really let it go. You just kind of learn how to carry it better, I suppose. And this movie does that in a really decent way, in my opinion. But um, yeah, that's that's my view. On it. Owen, what are we watching next week? What are we watching? What are we watching? We're not fucking doing anything next week, motherfucker. It's a week oh, up. what are we, we doing two weeks? Sorry, we're doing, we're doing Dune. Dune. Dune is oh, next. We're going to say Dune or Dune. Dune. <laughs> We've been Dune the whole time. You say June. I say. Yeah. You say it like the month June. I say June. You say Dune. Yeah. Uh, we're doing Tomorrow. Dune. Yeah, so we're going to do... Um, we're going to watch the new one because it's out on the 22nd. So we're going to go see that and when it's out. And we're also going to talk a little bit about 1980, the David Lynch 80s Dune, the last time that they attempted to put this on the big screen. Yeah. Um, we are going to do two separate episodes. Look, we just be talking about the same things again. So yeah. It wasn't really worth so it's cool. Much. We're going to do both. And we'll, we'll try our best not to spoil the new one for people. I mean... We'll try, Maybe but I am I am very thoroughly on record as saying I don't give a shit about spoilers. No, no, so, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to review this movie. We're going to talk about it. Folks, we'll give a spoiler warning at the beginning if, if you forget about the episode. Come back to us when you're ready to watch it. I think we're going to talk about the movie. Like. Yeah, Dune. We're doing Dune. Yeah, yeah um, so better get those cinema tickets soon. But yeah, that's it for me. I think it's from Owen. Yeah. I've said all um, I have to say. I'm exhausted. Uh, yes, he's very... It's What time is it now, Owen? It is. Time, time you had time. a watch. <laughs> <laughs> the old classic. <laughs> Got him. You know, I remember the first time, just before you go, I remember the first time when I was over here in Ireland, I was like 10 years old. And do you remember all those Argos watches that everyone was getting at the time that was like the blue in them and silver? Like they were silver mostly and like like had blue body and stuff. They were every single man in their thirties and forties were buying these fucking things. They were cheap as dust and people were buying it. And I remember like I think I was at a friend's house in Maxtown at the time. Uh, don't hunt down my ID <laughs> um, And we were just like I think one of the friends was like, Da, what time is it? And he just <laughs> the dad just puts up his hand with the water. Time you gotta watch and got in the car and drove off. <laughs> I mean, it's a classic. Anyway, it's a classic. Classic. Yeah. That's it from me. And on, we'll see you in two weeks for June. Asher Lord.